Welcome to College Prep Confidential, empowering your student with the elite tools they need to get accepted to their dream university. Discover test-taking blueprints from Ivy League professionals, financial aid secrets to get more money for school, and mindset tips for a better college future. Now, please welcome your host, Don Sevcik. Oh yeah, episode 27, back in the saddle again. And this week, I want to talk about how many people stress out about shortcomings, perceived weaknesses, and liabilities. This week, I'll show you how to transform these weaknesses and liabilities into strength in an episode entitled, What a Gunslinging Shrimp Can Teach You About Turning Weaknesses into Strengths. Deep in the tropics, if you swim around, you'll hear a distinct snapping sound. For the swimmers, they say it sounds like the crackling of burning twigs. Except, this sound is no fire. Instead, it's brought to you by a little, tiny little creature, four centimeters long, weighing just 25 grams. And this, te- and this creature can teach you the key to turning your disadvantages into advantages, turning your liabilities into assets, and the lessons you'll learn will improve your test scores, reduce stress, and get you more financial aid. Now, most creatures with this tiny size are at a severe disadvantage in nature, but this little pint-sized creature is different. This little guy laughs at adversity. You see, while this little creature is small, it carries a quote-unquote gun, and it's all part of evolution turning the small size into an advantage. You see, this tiny little crustacean has a superpower. On the end of its claw, you won't find pinchers. In its place, you'll find a hammer-like extension called a dactyl. The dactyl has two muscles. One pulls it back from the edge of its claw, and one pulls it towards. This pulling creates tension, which gives this tiny little shrimp their superpower. When it's time, one side of the tension lets go, creating a firing mechanism, which spits out bubble bullets. The potential energy when this bubble bullet is fired causes a jet stream, which clocks in at over 100 kilometers an hour, or 62 miles per hour for my friends in the United States. The jet stream creates a low-pressure area. And within this low-pressure system, the little bubbles left behind start to expand rapidly in a process called cavitation. The big bubble is surrounded by regular pressure water, which compresses and makes the bubble implode. The implosion is what causes the popping sound the pistol shrimp are famous for. Now here's what's fascinating. When this bubble implodes, it creates a huge amount of energy. This energy produces temperatures of hotter than 4,000 degrees Celsius. For reference, the temperature of the sun is 5,500 degrees Celsius. Now the bubble that this pistol shrimp fires gets louder than a jet engine and louder than a bullet fired out of a gun. The shock wave from the implosion is strong enough to make burrows and rocks where some of the pistol fish hide out. Ah, it gets better. The noise is so loud and widespread that it interferes with sonars. 
they create something called acoustic screens. The United States actually used these acoustic screens to enter Japanese waters undetected during World War II. Now think about it. All of this power from a little shrimp, 4 centimeters long and 25 grams in weight. To provide a little context, a paperclip is 3 centimeters long and 25 grams is about 4 quarters. 4 quarters in your pocket of weight. And this tiny little pistol shrimp can fire the bubble bullets and throw off sonar detection. All by turning a disadvantage into an advantage. And the same principle works with college prep. You see, college prep can seem overwhelming. Tests, grades, financial aid, campus visits, classes, careers. Look, it's a lot of work. And you may feel like it's just too much. Or you aren't good enough. Well, just like the pistol shrimp, you can turn whatever disadvantage you think you have into an advantage. And I heard a great story the other day which paints a picture of turning a disadvantage into an advantage. Once upon a time in a village in China, there was a young boy who wanted to learn wrestling. He searched far and wide for a good master who could train him to be the best. In an unfortunate accident, the boy lost his right arm. Yet the boy was determined. He had infinite faith in his master, who'd been teaching the boy for about six months. The boy's master thought of various moves he could teach to a boy with only one hand. He finally decided on one move. So the master taught the boy the same move every day for a year. The boy was curious as to why his master was not teaching him any other moves. The master was patient and replied, Son, it is practice that makes a man great, and it is practice that makes a man perfect. It is the duration of practice that determines your ability to succeed. The boy, however, was still not convinced, but he didn't ask his master the question again. Years later, the boy signed up for a wrestling competition. While he waited on the sidelines, he saw other, pract- other people practice other moves before their matches. When he saw these other wrestlers practice their special moves, it upset the boy. When his match came, he practiced the one and only move he'd learned in the past couple of years. The boy fought the match with courage, and to his surprise, he won the match with just one move. Shortly thereafter, the boy won all the other matches of the tournament. After his victory, the boy pulled his master aside and asked him, Why did he win? How did I do it? And the master said, When I saw you with only one arm, I was confused and doubtful of whether you could still continue with wrestling. It's after I saw your courage and determination that I thought of a suitable move for a boy with one arm. The move I taught you has only one reversal, to catch the right arm. This is why you won. Now what does this story teach us? We learn from the master that we must first acknowledge if and when we were at a disadvantage. Then we must never give up. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's very important to list out your options and list down the pros and cons before you think about giving up. 
And finally, remember that every disadvantage has been burdened on you for a reason. Every disadvantage has an advantage hidden in it. It's your task to explore it. And because the boy didn't have a right arm, the wrestlers couldn't counter that move because it only had one counter. And when the boy didn't have the right arm, they had no response. And that's why the boy won the tournament. He turned a disadvantage into an advantage. And I want to take this time to bring you a list, a three-step process I've used with students in the past. It's three steps to turn disadvantages into advantages. Step one, own your shortcomings. If you treat anything as a disadvantage or a problem, you subconsciously act as though it's a limiting factor. Instead, own it. Here's an example. As I got older, my hair started to gray. Around my early 30s, I started dying it a few times, but then one day I got tired of doing it, so I stopped. It just, it didn't look right and it didn't feel right. But you know what? After a while, it gave me a few advantages. As I started to let my gray hair grow out naturally, people in business started to trust me more. People who wouldn't say hi to me that were at higher levels started initiating conversations with me. Now, Gray hair is assumed that you have more knowledge and that you're more trustworthy. And even on LinkedIn, when I changed my profile picture to gray hair with a suit, more people connected with me, even cold connections who never knew me. And the general gist of it was, you look trustworthy, you look more knowledgeable, and all because I took gray hair, which I thought was a disadvantage, and I turned it into an advantage. Step two, reframe the problem or the disadvantage or the liability. You see, sometimes not being where everyone else is puts you right in the middle of where the action is. For instance, being small for the pistol fish put them out of harm's way at times since they're smaller and harder to see. But think about the power the pistol fish wielded when it fired its bubble bullets. Nobody saw those coming. Think of the benefits your situation gives you, and next time you're confronted with your disadvantage, put a positive spin on it. Here's a few examples. Some people may be classified as disorganized. The advantage, they could be seen as creative, because creative people sometimes are all over the place, because their mind is constantly coming up with ideas and solutions. Number two, inflexible. Really, what it could be is you're organized, you're very disciplined, and you have a way of thinking about things. Number three, stubborn. You could also reframe that as being dedicated because you're dedicated to your position, you're dedicated to your your line of thinking, and your course of action. Number four, unrealistic. Well, you could spin that as positive because certain unrealistic people get things which are considered impossible to do done. And it's because they have a positive outlook and they don't let others bring their mental game down. Finally, indecisive. You could also reframe that as being patient. Because you sit back, you weigh your options, and you only make a decision when you're good and ready. Oh, and here's one more. Impatient. I've heard this before. You could reframe that as passionate. You've got a deep gut feeling deep in your heart and deep in your bones about a a position or a task or an idea, and you go after it, and you're not worried about waiting around, waiting for approval, waiting for somebody's 
okay. You just go and get what you want. And finally, step three in the process, find a way to turn your liabilities into assets. The pistol shrimp uses small size to hide in sponges and rocks and behind other fish. And it used its bubble bullets to take down larger prey and defend itself. And just like the pistol shrimp, we too can turn liabilities into assets. If we take step two and turn, say, disorganized into creative, then we say, yes, my study papers are all over the place, all over my desk, all over my office, because that's how I think. I jump from one subject to another. Or instead of being unrealistic, you could reframe it as positive, which means I am positive I can pass this test. Even if I don't follow a traditional study schedule, I am positive that I will crush this exam and I don't let big expectations get me down. Or why not use this checklist for somebody who considers themselves lazy for studying? Using the three-step process, we'd say, step one, instead of lazy, I'm efficient. Because laziness is just lack of motivation or approach. Step two, because I'm efficient, I will find ways to study which are simple, fast, or both. And step three, because I'm efficient, I will find ways to study quickly, or I'll find a mechanism like flashcards to get me started. Because flashcards are quick and simple, and it caters to this person's lazy approach towards studying. You see, much of anything in life business, exams, college prep relies heavily on your mental game. It's the stories you tell in your mind and the way you see yourself which makes the difference. And it all starts with accepting yourself. Because until you accept yourself, you'll always be beating yourself up about shortcomings and faults. The only thing that matters, the only thing that matters in this game is when you wake up and look in the mirror, Are you happy and do you accept the person who's looking back at you? Instead of worrying and fretting about shortcomings, start with an inventory. Ask yourself, what are you good at? And then what do you struggle with? What are your perceived shortcomings? And then what you do is you take that checklist I gave you, you take those shortcomings and you run them through the three-step process. Own it, reframe it, and make it work. And see if this doesn't help you change your mindset and your self-image. And remember, if you reframe a disadvantage as motivation, you could use it to your advantage. We've talked about in prior episodes about how failure is not the end. Failure is really feedback, and future performance can always be adjusted based on the feedback you get when you make mistakes. There's a great part in the movie Gattaca where Vincent, who's a genetic invalid, and his brother Anton, a genetic valid, set out to prove to each other who is superior by seeing who has enough energy to swim farthest out to the sea. Vincent not only beats out his genetically superior brother, but also saves Anton from drowning. When Anton asks him how he did it, Vincent replies, I never saved anything for the swim back. There's another method for turning your weaknesses into strengths, by the way getting an expert coach or advisor. They help you see the things in you which you can't always see. And many times they could figure out how to remedy your weakness or turn it into a strength. Whether it's exams, financial aid, or general college prep help, 
we have resources to help you out, to help you find your advantages and turn disadvantages into advantages. And if you're interested, check out cpcshow.com to learn more. One more time, that's cpcshow.com. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. That's all for this episode of College Prep Confidential. To discover how to give your student a better future by increasing financial aid, improving test scores, and reducing stress, visit our website at cpcshow.com. That's cpcshow.com.